0: I'm Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about anything and everything creative and fun and positive. Woo! Woo! Trick or treat? I choose so. treat. <laughs> I was tricked last week into thinking there was only one Pinocchio movie in 2022 when there was, was actually two that have been made. So that's a real treat. There's two of them. So, yes, Del Toro did do a Pinocchio movie. However, Tom Hanks is not in that one. He's in the other one. (laughs) He's in the other one. (laughs) So, there's uh, Robert Zemeckis. He's the director of that Pinocchio. And it has music um, by Alan Silvestri, who did The Polar Express and Back to the Future and Van Helsing. The movie that I love with Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale. The ending is a little lackluster, but it's a good movie. I really liked that one. I watch that one every year. Um, but that Pinocchio has Tom Hanks, Luke Evans from The Hobbit, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. And then there's another stop animation done by Del Toro, Pinocchio. And that, um, that was directed by Del Toro and Mark Gustaf- Gustafson. And that one has Ewan McGregor, Finn Wolfhart from Finn from Stranger Things, Uh, Ron Perlman, Tilda Swinton, and Kate Blanchett. So that one's really gonna really be cool. And I guess Grizz Grimley did some of the artwork on that one. Yeah, and Uh, I I guess they're really good friends. And I I did not know that. I love Grizz Grimley. I. I think that is just wonderful. I saw some pictures of those two together. Mm -hmm. So I was tricked into thinking there was only one, but it's a treat that there's two. And they both sound really good. So Mm -hmm. check out both Pinocchios. I follow Grizz Grimley on Instagram, and he has a little son who's the cutest little boy ever. I like that. And they do art together and, like, go to the pumpkin patch together and Uh, stuff, and it's so cute. He's just the cutest. I didn't realize he was in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He's so close. Um, come visit us, Grizz. Yeah. We'll anytime. interview you. Please. Oh, his artwork is Ugh. off the chain. He's, I love his artwork. He's such a good artist. Beyond great. I told you, I have a couple. I have his. Uh, he did hmm, words. He the, did the Hocus Pocus. He did Hocus Pocus. The new He book. did The Brothers Grimm fairy yes. tales he illustrated that i bought a copy tree of that. that you got for me yep i got you a copy of halloween tree illustrated by him and then he also has a couple like grim nursery rhymes didn't that... he do dracula too i, I think so he did frankenstein sure he did it like a graphic novel uh dracula i, thought it was I saw frankenstein it. oh maybe it is maybe it's both i think it's frankenstein might be both I'm, either or we'll check it out we'll tell you next week <laughs> But I do have his nursery rhymes books that Ooh. I love. They're just oh, his art oh, so, so talented, good. so creepy, and so <laughs> good. Yeah. Anyway, so we decided we're going to do kind of like a tricky thing, just something different, kind of yes. Do some different things instead of always the same things. So we thought since this is Halloween, technically tutu... You know, the year 2-2, two, two, we would do two different things. We'd do, like, two sounds and two quotes and mm-hmm. two things like that. So, what do you want to start with, Kate? Mm. That sounds fun. We can start with one of my book quotes. Okay, let's do it. So, she's going to read just just a little, little something from some books. Just... Get you just, just, just a, one of for it. a treat. Hmm? For a treat, I'm going to read the first part chapter one of The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury because it is my personal favorite. Okay, and I just love Ray Bradbury. He's a great descriptive writer, um, uh, so good. Chapter one of The Halloween Tree. Go. It was a small town by a small river and a small lake in a small northern part of a Midwest state. There wasn't so much wilderness around, you couldn't see the town. But on the other hand, there wasn't so much town, you couldn't see and feel and touch and smell the wilderness. The town was full of trees and dry grass and dead flowers now that autumn was here and full of fences to walk on and sidewalks to skate on and a large ravine to tumble in and yell across. And the town was full of boys. And it was the afternoon of Halloween and all the houses shut against a cool wind and the town full of cold sunlight. But suddenly the day was gone. Night came out from under each tree and spread Behind the doors of all the houses, there was a scurry of mouse feet, muted cries, flickering lights. You could just smell it and see it Mm -hmm. and visualize it. The crisp air. Yep. You can see the kind of town that he's talking about, too. It's just... uh. And growing up in a small town, too. Everybody had their fireplace going, too. And the cool, the, the cool nights... So you could smell the the burning wood in the air, mixed with that cold kind of snow smell. And there's I, I love. a certain earthiness to dry leaves too, yeah. where it's kind of sweet almost. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet smell, but you can almost smell it and feel it. And I'm a leaf cruncher. I love just to oh, love, love to leaves. walk in leaves. And so I will go out of my way. I will just to make. I like the sound of crunching leaves. I don't know why I just do it's wonderful it's fun, it's just fun. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Ray Bradbury yeah he's such a great 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 art author mm-hmm. so should I do one of my sounds you can do one of your sounds so I've been trying to experiment with making different sounds just like her and I are trying to create music things and so I had a lot of fun just playing around with sounds And I was showing her some of them and she's like, well, now that you showed me, you know, I'll know what it is and Mm -hmm. which is true. So I decided to make other sounds and, you know, sounds are fun, but they are like trickier than I thought they would be Mm -hmm. where some things I thought they're going to sound so cool. And then I put them together and I was like, well, that doesn't sound cool at all or it's too quiet or Mm -hmm. so it was definitely a challenge. But I'm going to play my first one, and you just tell me what you think. Okay. Or what you think it is. And I'll try and get it. Let me get it. I got to make sure it's loud. Okay. Hold it up. And I'll hold it up to. What do you think that is? Is it a comb? It sounds like a comb, doesn't it? Like the bristles of a comb? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good guess. But it's not? I tried to make like a comb sound or Ah. something, and and I couldn't make a good sound. So actually what that is, is two knives. So yeah, I have, I got out my cutlery. Ah. And it's one, like the back of a, a knife blade. Against the handle of another one that is rippled and just making that going back and forth. So that's what that is. So it's actually the blade, the back of a blade of one knife against the handle of another one. And it made it kind of cool. And it reminded me of the Stray Kids song, you know, that where he has that venom. Yes. Yes. And I was like curious. I wonder how he made that sound. Mm. I wonder that with a lot of the sounds, because Chan always experiments with sounds. Mm -hmm. I always wonder, I'm like, did you come up with this sound? Was it just like a random sound you stumbled on? Yeah. On your program? Because I was playing around with sounds, and I found a recording of the sound of dial-up internet. (laughs) And you're like oh no that is that sound i was like now that is embedded what? in my dna it I mean, is. now he <laughs> is everyone who's my age or older like yeah yeah you know that sound you know and that sound i played it and i was like oh that's scary that brings me back yeah way back so uh, i wonder i would love to pick sean's brain be like where do you find these like i'm sure it's just i'm here and there and and he might he might be doing like i'm doing just going around and mm-hmm. just trying different things and trying to create a different sound No, know um ooh, what's the name of the guy who did the song with jungkook charlie pooth yeah he does that yeah. a lot is he'll just go around and make like a tinkling sound and record it and put yeah. it into his DAW and program it through like his midi and just well it's like, cool because uh, you come up with things that aren't created by guitar or piano yeah or- you can do anything with sound. Anything. There's sound all around us. <laughs> just like now. Well, it's, it's so easy. interesting. We, we so are loaded with sound where we live. That's why playing with sound is so much fun. It but is. I like I had, I had a good time. And I came up with a bunch. And I had to narrow it down. Because mm-hmm. I thought, we're just going to do two. Mm-hmm. Or we'll run out of time if it gets too, too much. Mm-hmm. So, how about I pick... One of my quotes. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'm going to do a quote. Mm-hmm. So I decided we just do random. Eh, we'll just go back yeah. and forth. Yeah. We're About just going to treat you to something different. So here's, here's a quote. There's two people, but I'm not going to tell you who it is, though. So. Do you have any experience? No, sir. I have no experience. But I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator i'd like to put more in that jar that's where you come in do you know what that's from it's adam sandler that's correct is it the wedding singer it is the wedding singer (laughs) i was like i know it's adam sandler because i can see him saying it 1998 the wedding singer which had billy idol in it billy idol was amazing (laughs) Idol. Billy Idol gets it. <gasps> I love that movie so much, and that line was brilliant. I don't know. I'm, so funny when I first saw it. I had been all kinds of uh, job interviews and mm-hmm. everything, and I found that to be just the most clever answer. So funny. I'm a fan of money, aren't we all? I am also a fan <laughs> of money. I would like more money. That's where you come in. When I first heard that. I laughed so hard that that quote became one of my favorites. It's so, so. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we pick a song? Let's pick a song. I'll pick a song first. Okay. You pick a song. I'll pick a song. Pick a song. Pick a song. Pick a song. So my first song that I'm going to do is, is a song about the wonderful, beautiful holiday that is coming up and it is a reminder be yourself every day, not just on Halloween. Yeah. And if the people in your life don't like who you really are, it might be time to find new people. Exactly. (laughs) Find new people. (laughs) Find new people. This is Halloween by the Dead Kennedys. Halloween by the Dead Kennedys. I love Jello o Biafra's voice. It makes me think of Fred Schneider from B-52s yes. and I always loved his voice. I <laughs> love the B-52s so. and I love the Dead Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a reminder that if you have to wait all year for just Halloween to be yourself and to have fun and to just relax, change. Change stuff in your life. Yeah. Get new people, get a new job. Find people that'll appreciate you for who you are, because it's hard to always cover up like mm-hmm. tattoos and wear a certain costumes. Well, not costumes. I, I mean, <laughs> I it guess that work has, is kind is. of a costume. Yeah, it, your uniform is a costume. Like you're putting on a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. did that for yeah. many years. It can be very draining. Many years. Yeah. So yeah. be yourself. Yeah. The people who mind don't matter, and those matter. Who matter. Don't, don't mind. mind. That's true. Dr. Seuss. I love Dr. Seuss. Even <laughs> though he did not like kids. Well, I can't really blame him. <laughs> I do like After kids. After having but, them. But there are moments there is where i a challenge. Like, I don't blame Dr. Seuss for being like, you know, yeah. I'll write for kids. I'm just going to hide in my tower. Kids are wonderful and horrible all the same time. He was just they extremely are. antisocial and had a lot of social anxiety. Yeah. So... That was primarily why he didn't like kids. Mm-hmm. He just I understand had that. a lot of social anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an awkward person, so I know how that feels. Life is hard. Life is hard. Socializing is hard. It is. It's even harder nowadays. I thought it was challenging before, but it really is a challenge mm-hmm. now. Some days are easier <laughs> than others. So I'm going to go with the word of the week. Ooh, let's go with the word of the week. It's going to be Do You know what allurophile means? Uh, a person or thing that's very alluring? It's a cat fancier or a lover of cats. Okay, Meow. I was way off. Meow. What is it? Wouldn't, a, it, wouldn't it say something about, like, felines or something, though? Wouldn't that be the root word? I don't know, but it came from the work greek word alluros which means cat and file which means lover and that came out in 1914 and everybody thought wouldn't it be egyptian or something but no it's actually a greek word so So does alluring mean cat because that would technically have the same root word i don't know you'd have to look it up but it's like Alluros is A-I-L-O-U-R-O-S Where allure is L-U-R So, spelt a little different Not sure? I'm not sure Aren't kitties kind of alluring? It's all Greek Come to me It all comes from Greek So are you an allurophile? Yes, I love cats I am too I am a big fan of cats You know, growing up I was a little afraid of them we had we found these little kitties underneath the trailer the mom had kitties and they had their baby she had her babies under the, the our trailer that we started out at and she abandoned them and we took them in mm. and uh, my mom was like we could barely feed ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we had to give them to the shelter but um i don't know i was a little what what started it what what got me kind of a phobia of cats is we so we had those three little kittens but my mom made me go under the trailer for some storage we had some dishes that were in a container under the trailer and when i was under there my brothers were like spraying and and one of the little kitties got a little wet because they were playing with the yeah. hose and the cat came in and jumped on my back actually and I had a halter top on the time yeah. and so my back was open and the cat jumped on my back and scratched me and then I was just like that was a horrible experience It is dark under there into the, the yeah. trailer you know scared me to death so then for years I was like I really don't like you know Kitties. I mean, the cat was probably the cat was more just, scared than you yeah, were. It was just, and they didn't mean to spray. They were just, they were just spraying each other, yeah. and the kitty got in the way. Yeah. But that kind of, uh, so I really didn't have a big uh, love of cats until we had Mitty, and then when we had our little, we we got a kitty, just like an outdoor kitty, a mouser, and she was the the mm-hmm. sweetest kitty ever. I love cats. I think, especially as I get older, too, I appreciate the demeanor of cats a little bit more. Yeah. They're, they're very, lower maintenance than dogs. Dogs are high maintenance. They are very low maintenance, <laughs> but they're also very, I guess, consent-based. Where they're like, you know, I if, like you. I'll chill with you. You can touch me when I say so. Yeah, And I respect that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you know. But uh, cats always... In my experience, seem to have a bit of a sixth sense where they kind of know if you actually do need cuddles, mm-hmm. then they'll come up and they'll cuddle you. Yeah, but if you're just do to do, they'll be like, eh, maybe not today. There's something really just relaxing to me is just petting a <sighs> cat and having them purr. Well, there's on you. there's something about the frequency at which cats purr is actually a calming vibration frequency for humans. I believe it. Yeah, Because I would just go outside and put Mitty on my lap Mm -hmm. and she would just purr away. Even though she'll needle you with her little claws. and Making biscuits. Yep. They're always making biscuits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever Uh, I go to Bailey's, Peaches is my cat. Mm -hmm. I love that cat. She's a (laughs) Big, fat, orange tabby. I love, love her. love tabby so much. But she kind of doesn't really like anybody else, but she likes me. <laughs> and when I took Roz up there, Roz was, like, making crowns and dresses for Peach. <laughs> and she like was, kids do. She was just sort of like, I guess this is my life now, and just let her do whatever. I think all kids dress up the, the animal, the pet. Yeah. We yeah. dressed up our little dog. The well, dog was the, we played, we would play like doctor and nurse. I had brothers and they were the doctors and I was the, the nurse well, receptionist. Actually. Yeah. And the dog was always the patient. If mm. we put a little bonnet on her. I mean, I expected her to do it more to Loki, Bailey's dog. because yeah. Loki's really chill. Yeah. And he just kind of, he's old now too. So he's like, I just want to lay down and nap. Just, if, as long as you pet me, you can dress but, me all you want. But she's like, eh. That's boring. I'm going to yeah. go attack the cat. Yeah. The cat's a moving target. That sounds more fun. <laughs> yeah. But I know Peaches was like that. super sweet. Yeah. Peaches is my favorite cat. She's orange and white, so she's Peaches and Cream. Aww. Yeah. That's a cute name. It's a really cute I name. I love it when kitties have <laughs> cute names. Yeah. And then Moxie's technically Bailey's cat. That's the one that... the One of the workers at the ranch adopted her way too early. Like this cat should not have been weaned from her mother Aww. it was way too early sort of attached to bailey probably yeah because bailey bottle yeah. fed the cat that'll do it because baby, the he's mr mom was way too young he's mr mom He yeah. is mr mom so to moxie he's the one yeah and peach likes me though she so tolerates one yeah she tolerates <laughs> bailey it's kind of funny i do miss having a pet We we're not allowed to have pets mm-hmm. where we live right here no, and I, I'm a bird girl, so I miss my little zebra finches. Assuming, I, okay. I raised zebra finches, and then I ran out of people to give babies to. And then I saved the one that was hatched, mm-hmm. and I sold the mom and dad, and I kept the little one. And then I always had a male zebra finch ever since then. And usually they last like six years, and I've been able to get ten years out of them, ten years max. But they get really old and senile. And, they're and cute though. I love them. There's something about their little, their little call and their little squeak. And they're so cute. Yeah, they make me happy. So I'm bird lady. But a lot of people are like, I don't like birds. Birds scare a lot of people. Thanks to Albert Hitchcock and birds can be scary though I think it's birds also can cultural. be vicious too cause like I know in Korea they're terrified of birds in Korea I but know. it's because the birds there will they don't care Yeah, they will come up and just and peck they you can be, they can for be. no reason especially if you get between birds and their babies or nest yeah. Ooh, so I, I think will. part of it's cultural too but. possibly I don't know what's your next what's your song What's one of your songs? I'm gonna pick one of my songs. Yeah, yeah, let's pick one of your songs. Pick Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. I always like this song. Mm -hmm. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. 1972. Ooh always loved that song he's such a great songwriter one of my favorite songwriters and i loved the stevie ray vaughn version of that too Mm -hmm. he they're both good they're both so good oh and i I was telling michaela my our her grandma her great grandmother my grandmother um was very superstitious irish superstitious uh, she'd throw the pinch of salt over the show. All kinds of things. Mm. Wouldn't walk under the ladders, watch the mirrors, you know. Which grandma? It's uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah. Yep. The Irish I grandmother. I feel like the Austrian grandmother would have her own. Uh, not, too, not, not too much. Uh, not that I know of. Okay. She was pretty fearless. <laughs> yeah, no <way>. Okay. <laughs> she, now, she now that was, you say that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah. Uh, but everyone was scared of her, nothing. No, she won't scare that another. Irish Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Irish superstition. I mean kind of passed on a little superstition to me too, I believe. I mean, same. I mean, the whole reason why we carve jack-o' lanterns is because of Irish superstitions. And they brought that too. They They brought brought it it over, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it would kind of make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do we want to talk about now? I don't know. Oh, let's do my other sound. So I got one let's other sound. Let's do your other sound. Let's see if you can figure out this sound. Hmm. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So you got to turn that up, and I'll get it right up to the speaker. Here okay. we go. That is a creepy sound. (laughs) I thought it was too. I don't know if I want to know what that is. That is really creepy. It is. Uh, Take a stab. What do you think think made that sound? A toothbrush? No. So I I have this jar. Okay. It's just a jar with a, a lid. And all it is is me rubbing my fingernail. And my finger, my finger and my nail uh-huh. along that. That's all it is. Uh-huh. I found that your hand against certain things really makes some creepy sounds. There was one I made with... But you could kind of tell that it was a bottle. But just like rubbing my wet finger uh-huh. on the on the rim of a bottle made it really kind of creepy. It almost sounded like balloons. Like when you rub balloons and they have that you know that weird mm. rubbery sound mm. and that was created from a bottle and a finger um so mm. sometimes you can create some pretty pretty weird sounds yeah that, I, that one was that one turned out kind of because I that just thought really well, well what would happen if I just kinda of ran my finger and mm. my nail from my finger in my nail and that was just like well, that's kinda of eerie. That was really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was like- that would make a good like horror yeah movie. <laughs> yeah a plus right on a plus plus Yay. you so, definitely succeeded I tricked you guys <laughs> twice yeah yeah that was really good yeah that was fun it reminds <laughs> me you haven't seen it yet there's an episode of two days one night where they had to listen to someone eating a dish and then they had to guess what the dish was. Oh, that'd be hard. What it is... seemed incredibly hard, but you know who was actually really, really good at it? What? Who? Robbie. Yes. Huh? He could. <laughs> he was he actually knows really, food really... sounds yes! well. <laughs> he was really good because they like he would guess the type of noodle and everything, and Ow. I'm like. It just, just sounds like slurping, slurping weirdness yeah. to me, man. Like <laughs> I don't know every about. noodle sound that slurped sound. Insane? I would think so, but maybe uh, some noodles are denser not. than others and have a lower I uh, uh, guess. Lower frequency. Uh, he knew. He knew. He was really <laughs> good at guessing <laughs> so good. the dish based <laughs> on how it sounded. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So speaking about dishes. Robbie. Oh yeah. Speaking about Ravi, so for him it's tomorrow mm-hmm. that he—it's his last that, day that he joins the military. He goes away, and and we have a Ravi rose, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna post a Ravi rose. We'll do we'll do it tomorrow, even though because technically it's the 27th mm-hmm. in Korea. Tomorrow. So yes. so we'll post a picture of our Ravi rose. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it on every, the 26th of every month. We'll do a picture of a Robbie Rose mm-hmm. for him. And, and anybody who's, it's just encouragement. We're all in this together to be there for each other. And we're never going to leave you, Robbie. We, we love you. You've mm-hmm. given us the gift of music and you repay us every day with that music. It just keeps going on. That's one thing I think is so cool about artists is they leave a part of themselves behind whenever they make stuff. I think that's brilliant. If you're an artist, you leave your art. Um, I was married to a carpenter. He, he was a carpenter for and he could build fabulous things. And that furniture and those buildings that he worked on, they're they're there. You know, legacy left behind, which I think is the coolest thing, really. And I know I speak for every Ravi stan out there when I say this, but he absolutely spoiled us this year before he enlisted. Oh, totally. He's such an excellent <sighs> songwriter. He's an incredible songwriter, but we got, what, two full-length albums, an EP, four singles. Yeah, we got like so much. to ten, ten months. To so, keep us, tight us over until yeah. we get out. and. And we'll always be here for you. I feel like that was very... We'll never leave you. Like, he didn't have to do that, but it's very sweet and thoughtful that I'm like, you know, he made sure we had enough new music to listen to while he's away. And you hear his passion for music in the music that that he creates. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I love Vic so much is I love their sound. I love their different... uh, Their different level of singing well they they blend so well and his rap is so harmonious with all kinds of singers which i think is amazing well and i mean if you go back even to early early vic starting with like voodoo doll Mm -hmm. ravi had a hand in writing pretty much every single one of their songs yeah if only just his rap because he wrote all of his raps he Mm. had a hand in writing majority of the vix songs so i'm like no wonder i like them all so much you know no wonder he's my favorite he is hands down my favorite rapper oh he's my favorite rapper he's just got he's got excellent rhythm and he can rap rap to any type of music he raps over jazz he raps over like hip-hop beats he raps over pop He raps with melody. And he makes it sound so effortless. Yeah. Nothing to not rap, but sometimes it sounds like it's really being forced Mm -hmm. to fit the melody, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. It just sounds like there's a lot of words, and I'm going to push it in there, and I'm going to make it. It it feels like Mm -hmm. you're taking a... uh, like a triangle and putting it in a in a round hole you're you're gonna make it fit it's not gonna fit the best but some some rap sounds like it like with Ravi I feel like he always just seems to float effortlessly with whatever music kind of like a kite on the breeze Mm -hmm. like he just floats with it and vibes with it no matter what kind of music it is whereas say like Changbin from Stray Kids, who's one of my other favorite rappers. He raps so fast that he takes the the bars and breaks them down into like 30 second notes, basically. And 64th notes. (laughs) And that's what he raps on. Yeah. So it's like the other end of the spectrum where he's just like so fast and incredible. But... With Ravi, he just kind of floats along, whatever the beat is, he can sync with it. and yeah. mm. he has just excellent rhythm, he has ex- <gasps> excellent command of sound and and rhythm. I, His vocals too. He's a fabulous singer. Oh, I don't he, know he is that. an amazing singer. I know people he say- He can sing soft. Oh, he's a rapper, he can't sing- no, 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 no. yeah. His vocals, A+. Plus. Even some of the higher stuff he did, like with Kiss You. I love that song. Incredible. Kiss You is, I almost picked that song. I know that's why I had to mention it. Yes. His Thank vocals you. on Kiss You are <laughs> so incredible. And it's higher than his usual range, but he kills it. It's in key. It's perfect. And live. Oh, yeah. he doesn't miss a note no. live. And we are witness to that. Yeah. So I told mama, I'm like, I'm happy. But bummed almost that I discovered K-pop because nothing is gonna live up to K-pop shows, particularly Ravi. Yeah he he didn't miss a note. He's, he didn't struggle for air. He's the or best. Anything. He's the best. I mean, and the energy. You yeah. felt that energy on the stage. I mean, he's and been at this for ten years, but. But you wanted to be part of that. You just oh. I was trying so hard to hold the camera straight. Don't mm-hmm. sing. Just mount the words because you can totally hear oh, all your yeah. rah, 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 over over everything. But I wanted to dance. So, you know, I had like a little foot going, little head It was hard, especially at his show, because I would film like the verse and maybe the chorus and put it away. Be like, But I okay, want to see it dance. Yeah. I want to see him and then i'm like enough. okay i'm just gonna enjoy the next few songs but then every single song he played was one of my favorites i gotta get that out i'm like, oh, I I gotta, I get oh i need this yeah. song too i know i need this song too yeah it was just such a brilliant night so, this is for ravi
1: we're yeah. gonna miss
0: you but we're here and we're here too we saw cheeto Love on cheeto. his his live he doesn't remember his own lyrics. Well, I we'll get that. We'll keep supporting okay. Cheeto and all Always. the Groovland artists while you're away. Yeah. We'll, we'll take care of them and love them just as much. We will, we will. But this song is for Robbie. It was his final release before his enlistment. Black Party. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, it's, it's party a jam. Trick or treat. It's a time. jam. I will, every time I listen to this song cuz it's it's two minutes and about 40 seconds long, which in the span of songs, it's a decent song length. Yeah. But it's every time I listen to K-pop, it, but- <laughs> it's short for Ravi too. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I listen to it, it's just so jamming that by the time it's over, I'm like, oh, I got to listen to it again. Yeah. Oh, I got to listen to it again. <laughs> it's number one on my on-repeat playlist on Spotify this week. Nice. Well, let's play this amazing song. Block Party by Ravi. go. Block Party by Robbie. Ooh, Lee. We'll oh. be having a party, trick or treating party. Oh, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry when he leaves. But yes, you gotta carry on. Yes, gotta carry on. Get, get him through it and get, it, get it done. This mm-hmm. song then is such a jam. Like what? Bo- Block Party is just such a jam. The vibes just ooh. What's your favorite Halloween tradition that we do? Uh, That's hard because I enjoy pretty much all of them. Um, I love carving pumpkins. Carving pumpkins is one of my favorites. We make cookies. I make cut out Halloween cookies every year. I make chocolate ones. And lemon sugar cookies. Hmm. And we frost them and decorate those. And even though they're kind of a pain in the butt, they're a lot of work. But I love them. Everybody seems to love them. We should share so, the recipe Okay. on Instagram. Yeah. So the the recipes for these, I found a recipe for lemon sugar cookies in a magazine. It was one of those old world cookie magazines that come out around christmas that's where i got the dough and i changed it a little bit so i I changed the recipe and then i used that same that similar recipe but i added some different things and took a few things out and made a chocolate cookie recipe with it too so technically it's my recipe that has been modified from one that probably doesn't even look much like the original. I was going to say that's but. one of my favorites. And also, trick or treating. I just, I love trick or treating. I was one of those kids that trick or treated probably up until I was 18. <laughs> and the real <laughs> trick or treating at night outside door to door. Yeah. The we real tried the mall thing one year. <laughs> I don't remember. And that, that was horrible. I don't remember that. That's not a real trick or treating. I might have just taken Jenny. I, I don't remember. I um, tried. I did. It was so hot in there and we were miserable. And by the time we even went like one side of the mall, she had, I don't know, 10 pieces of candy and we were done and we were sweaty. And that ain't no trick or treating. It just, I, I, I no, nah. I did not enjoy it. And yes, we are in the Midwest. Yeah. Therefore, there's a 50% chance you're going to be trick or treating in a foot of snow. It don't matter. You trick or treat. You go door to door. You get that free candy. I like going to the house. Put your costume on over under your coat. You do what you got to do. You wear your snow boots. You go out. And there's certain places that you always hit up. Mm -hmm. So growing up, there was a house on the hill that had an entranceway that was glass. And they had a carousel horse in there. Just one horse, one big with the carousel. Stick that was mounted from the floor to the ceiling, and they had the best candy full size candy bars. But it was kind of scary up there because it was right across from the suicide house that's what we called somebody, somebody committed suicide in that house. And that house never ever gave out candy not that we would ever go, but it was always really, really dark and it had Very like dark. this moat, like entrance, creepy bridge thing. Yeah. And yeah, so it was terrifying kind of just to even be across the street from that well, house you had but to hike up this giant hill you had to get hike there. up that giant hill but i wanted to mm-hmm. go because it was the I mean, one time of the year i can get really close to this super cool carousel horse beautiful house mm-hmm. i think uh, they gave your, good candy i think for this neighborhood it's there's a house up the street and there's a wonderful amazing old lady who lives there for the past couple years, we've always trick-or-treated there. And she decorates to the nine. Oh, yeah. She's got coffins, skeletons, n- and yeah. things in the trees. Every day there's new decorations on her lawn yeah. leading fun. up until Halloween. She's on a corner too. So uh-huh. and last year coming both ways. We went there, took my daughter, my best friend took her son. We all went together as a group. But we just visited with her and she was just the sweetest most wonderful person ever and she was just like you know i'm not dead yet i'm gonna decorate and i'm gonna enjoy all the holidays will you come trick-or-treating to my house every year and i'm like as long as i'm in this neighborhood you bet your baskets i'm gonna come to this house every single year yeah she's super sweet Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do my random fact oh go for it did you know that the original mask For Halloween, the Mike Myers mask is actually a a Star Trek William Shatner mask. I didn't know that. So director John Carpenter hired Lee Wallace as the production designer. And Wallace ended up buying a William Shatner Star Trek mask at a costume shop for under two bucks. And Wallace widened the eye holes and got rid of the sideburns and the eyebrows. And then he spray painted it white. Transforming it into an emotionless face that fans know so well. I did know that. I knew that. I read that somewhere, but that's only because I'm a horror buff. So and that was in 1978, that the, the <sighs> original. And since we got a new new one out, Halloween mm-hmm. ends with Jamie Lee Curtis. I thought that was a pretty yeah, cool. Random fact. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. So I'm gonna jump right into my second quote. Go for Just it. Jumping both feet. Both feet. Okay, here we go. I have been called brave. What is brave? Let me clarify this. Of course, we all know that it is short for bravery. Do you know what that's from? Ghost of Mr. Chicken Don Came out in 1966. <laughs> I love that movie. I think that's one of my favorite Halloween traditions as well, as we have like a couple movies that we watch every single year yeah. that is one of my favorite movies and through the whole speech yeah, he's rattling the papers and then the wind takes it and there goes his speech and I was like that's so be that's so be me <laughs> so whenever i have to be brave or something that runs through my mind that quote is always it's short for bravery, bravery. <laughs> yeah just Atta tell boy, yourself Luther. you're brave. <laughs> a Boy Luther. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Yeah. He was so funny. That that movie, I love it. that movie. Actually, kind of scared me too. It was this was just like enough scary to where yeah, the house as a kid. It's pretty creepy, creepy Yeah. When and the when the phonograph starts playing, mm-hmm. you know, at high speed. <laughs> yeah. I just about swallowed my tongue. For me, it was when he like climbs up the stairs and he sees the organ and it starts playing all by itself. And they used (laughs) bonami. They used bonami. Those blood stains out those keys. But that part is like, (sighs) yeah, (laughs) it's really scary. Yeah, but I do love one of my favorite parts is when he's in the living room in his sleeping bag. And he just zips it all the way up. (laughs) Yeah. Shaking. Where his head's gone and everything's covered. It's just shaking. (laughs) Yeah, that would be me. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. Precious little booby. It's so good. You want to hit your Uh, last song? Well, My last song is Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Yay! That came out in 1984 when the first Ghostbusters came movie came out and i love i love this song i'm afraid i'm afraid no I'm ghosts, afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> go <music> yeah ghostbusters by ray parker jr and he did write that song who, are you, gonna yeah. <laughs> time, says, who are you gonna call at any time anybody said who you gonna call ghostbusters of course i always think of I think some people probably around my age have seen it. There was this viral video on YouTube many years ago of this video called The Pumpkin Dancing Weatherman. And it was a clip from a legit weather station, some rural weather station in the middle of nowhere, where the weatherman dressed up with, like, a pumpkin head and a black morph suit and danced to this song. It's amazing. (laughs) It's hilarious. And every time I hear this song, though... I think of that in my head, and I think of just laughing hysterically (laughs) with my best friend when she showed it to me for the first time. I tell you, that song would get us out on the dance floor every time (laughs) we'd all get up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm afraid. And then there's the ghost facers. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. She's starting to watch Doom at your service. I don't know if we talked about that. I don't. Maybe. Ah, the week. Watch Bring it together. on Ghost. That one's a good one. If you want a good K-drama. A good K- spooky comedy. I mean, It's kind of comedy. It's, yeah. It, it, it's it has some good scary, though. I'm watching one that I, I started. Well, I'm still watching Signal. I'm almost done with Legendary Wars Kingdom. Almost. I'm up to the boys. The mm. boys' um, final one. Um, but this one is called i'll sell your haunted house i believe it's called so i'm trying to get into that one that one is that one might that one has promise i think that's, that's another, on my list yeah
1: is it on so, vicky
0: it is i believe that so one's I'm, been on my list for so a while i'm checking that out i finished a hindi one that was called typewriter that was on netflix yeah. and i liked that one i did Ooh. yeah cool. so. i know you were watching that Thai one. that was pretty scary Yeah, the one with the, the foot thing. Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank for some reason, but we watched the clip together, and like the thing was coming out of her foot. Oh, I never finished that one. I never finished that one. That's why I was just like, uh I should though. Yeah, that was like it was like Thai horror story. Yes, yes. Yeah, the one one that we watched together was really And I thought, well, I could either go, yeah, yeah. I remember the name of it? I, I'll, I'll check it out again. I mm-hmm. put it on the back burner. Um, I do really like Thai dramas. Thailand has some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love finding people. all different yeah. uh, different ones. Like there's a French movie, a French horror movie that I really, really liked. French are good yeah. with horror. Yeah, French are really good can, with horror. Do you remember the name of that one? Uh, it's on the tip of my high side. tension. High tension. Wow. That one was intense. It's a perfect name for it because the yes, whole movie you're just you like... You really don't know what... Yeah. You are it's extremely good. tense. Mm-hmm. The high, the whole movie. Yeah. But... Oh, I feel like the French get overlooked a lot when it comes to horror, but... dang, Sometimes foreign movies are so much scarier. Well, I mentioned how last week Bailey and I watched that Irish horror film, oh, Nails. Yeah. He said, "I was super scared." Her, she, she was, was like, "I didn't. I wanted something scary, but I didn't realize well, it yeah, would be that we, scary." We both were like, "We want to be actually scared." Yeah. So we watched a scary movie, but no, there was a certain part in it that legit <laughs> got to both of us because we were both like holding on to each other, like, "No, yeah." <sighs> It was a good one. Yeah, that was an Irish horror film. Cool. Ooh. What um, is that on? Is that on Netflix? Uh, it was or? on Peacock. Oh, it's on one of those weird, random, obscure streaming services. Okay. But, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it was really good. The ending was, eh, it was right. it's fine. I love the Halloween, the Halloween cute um bugs, bugs bunny, bunny. Mm-hmm. there's some fun ones that is one of my go-tos to watch after a scary movie so yes. i can sleep later yeah because <laughs> i'm five that and garfield I like garfield See, garfield actually yeah, gave just... me nightmares as a kid with the pirates yeah, the pirate The pirates are coming again the pirate it's... ghosts, and they find yes. them in the like yeah. cupboard yes they're hiding in the cupboard and they yeah. find them uh, yeah, that actually gave me nightmares as a child. But well, everything gave me nightmares as a child. I was afraid to cat. What can I say? It happens. Uh, so, so next week we're going to talk about clocks. <laughs> Our topic is clocks. She's going to read her last little mm-hmm. quote from the book. To finish us out for this last episode in this lovely October. for Trick or treat. Our last treat is going to be a little reading, mm-hmm. a teeny tiny little paragraph. Okay, let's go. Out of what? Are you telling us what it is? I was going to. Yes. Okay. This is the brief forward from the October Country, which is also by Ray Bradbury, and is I read this book every year during October. I I only read it during October. So this is October Country by Bray Bradbury. That country where it is always turning late in the year. That country where the hills are fog and the rivers are mist where noons go quickly. Dusks and twilights linger and midnights stay. That country composed in the main of cellars, subcellars, coal bins, closets, attics, and pantries faced away from the sun. That country whose people are autumn people, thinking only autumn thoughts, whose people passing at night on the empty walks sound like rain. Mm. I love Ray Bradbury. Peace. Even his novels just read, like, poetry and just, Mwah. you know <sighs> that candy corn was called chicken feed when it first came out? Gross. I imagine people would say, I'm not eating chicken I'm feed. Not gonna eat chicken I'm not going to eat chicken i chicken. I'm glad they changed the name. Yeah, candy corn is definitely slightly more appealing. That was, like, in the late 1880s. Wah! Candy corn's been around a long time. I mean, clearly, that's over... 100 years and the company who started it is now the jelly belly con- company so, mm. yeah they're still doing candy but i, I guess there was a candy, candy shortage during the war and stuff so i believe that there it really wasn't trick-or-treating uh during that candy you know, is not was... exactly a priority when you know survival is kind of a yeah. thing so yeah, yeah. So. anyway next week clocks clocks <laughs> oh i can already think of a couple good songs so join us next week this is kivik um kiv and i'm michaela thanks for joining us we love you kiv we love you have a good one well, boy, boy. see you next week